BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello. Welcome, everyone. It is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. It is Tuesday morning your weekly non-wrestling chat here on Fightful Overbooked. SP3, it's been a big week for you. I know you're going to hear, you're going to brag about re- reality wins, fantasy wins. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Just man, man you, you want to talk about a three-prong attack, three levels of assault. If you don't have followed me already on the Twitter machine, at True Hill SP3, but I put it up yesterday, yesterday morning. I got woken up by my kids, and then uh, I fell asleep watching the Laker game. I fell asleep, and I woke up to a Laker win against Jeremy's NBA Finals pick. My lord, my champions! Not, not just my just, finals pick, my champions. Not just a regular win. That's against a, a legitimate playoff contender, even though some of their losses this year haven't looked like they're going to be a, a playoff contender. It still looks like it's the Nuggets. But the Lakers beat them on the back of LeBron James, having a LeBron James type of game. Anthony Davis with the double-double. Russell Westbrook starting his six-man-of-the-year campaign. 18 points, eight rebounds. <laughs> Eight assists off the bench. Come on. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. I want to hear y'all. Because y'all were slandering me last week when we were 0-3. We were 0-3. But now we got one win on the board. We Jeremy put out a tweet. He was like, he was like, only only fans that of teams that have at least one win can retweet it. Now I can retweet it. I could go back into my timeline, even though that's gonna be a lot of scrolling. I'm probably not gonna do this, but theoretically i can go back in my timeline and i can retweet it now because we got one win and not only did we got one win it's on the same week jeremy that i'm versing you in fantasy football fantasy basketball and i'm like i smashed you man it was like it was like the san antonio spurs versus the cleveland cavaliers in the nba finals in 2007 Jeremy, Jeremy can put up all these numbers. He could, he could put up buckets across the board. He's the point guard for a reason. He's the man that people talk about his headlines for a reason. He is an admirable opponent, but he got smashed like ridiculously by your boy SP3, and not just fantasy basketball. No, no, no. In a sport, I don't even generally like that much. I like it. I don't like it that much. But I don't like it that much. Fantasy football. Oh, it was even worse. 
How do ass kickings taste? How do tell, tell, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Shaq. Jeremy, tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> <laughs> you clean up real nice. I know you use you use a douche and <laughs> you clean up nice. SV3. You're an asshole. <laughs> uh, that didn't go where I thought it was gonna go. Congrats to your Lakers for their one victory. They are tied with the Magic and the Rockets at the bottom of the standings now. Good job. Congrats on your a winning streak. It's not a streak if it's one. It's It's a winning streak. Hey, when you look at the standing, it says W1. That means winning streak one. It's not a winning streak. Um, You have to take a step. It's a winning uh, it's a it's a winning appearance that you appear but like to streak you gotta like go somewhere you've appeared and to you've stripped off the clothes you you haven't started streaking yet you've gotten naked and, and so that's the win but now you gotta start streaking so if, if they beat whoever they play next i have no idea i don't care about the lakers schedule then it's a streak so congrats Congrats on your fantasy football victories, your, your fantasy basketball victory. I don't even know what my lineup was like this week. I'm pretty sure I played somebody who didn't play, so that's unfortunate. Uh, well, fantasy I football, I can tell you've given up because you had like two <laughs> players who were on the injured reserve yeah. in your starting lineup. So I can yeah. tell you, that I wasn't really that that <laughs> impressed with my fantasy football victory. I was more impressed with my fantasy basketball. Victory. Well, my problem because you have the- a good team. You have you you're the I top do. point getter, even though you have a loss. I know this is this is what I said last week about fantasy sports is it's all dependent on the matchup and it's stupid because I know my team in fantasy basketball is great but this week you know I, I ran into I ran into a good team I, I'll give you credit you don't have any Lakers on your team that's why they're good I unfortunately have a Laker on my team uh, their fourth best player which which is sad on my part I'll trade LeBron you LeBron James yes how is he the fourth best player what oh you're Russell team? Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is is better. Patrick Beverly is better, and Austin Reeves. Those are the four now best. Now you're being Lakers. ridiculous. Now you're being ridiculous. Now you. <laughs> Those just are the be, four best. Now Lakers. you're just being ridiculous. But now, nah, Giannis, Giannis had a monster week for my fantasy team. Oh yeah, like, you had Giannis because you were a coward and and didn't take Anthony Davis. It looks like uh, the smart move, though. <laughs> it was a smart move. I know it's the smart move. It was the cowardly move. I will continue to say that as you didn't take Anthony Davis. Um, but yeah, I, I did well points wise. You just you had the the better player. You had the MVP. You had the early season MVP. Giannis is. That dude is something else, man. Like I, we already knew he was the best player in the league, right? Like I don't think yeah. that was really debatable. Luca's great. There's a lot of great players. LeBron's still great at his age. Durant, Steph Curry. Like, there's still a lot of yeah, Jokic. Like there's still a lot of great players in the league. Giannis is just on a different level completely. And without Middleton now, like the fact that they're undefeated, man, that dude, that dude's special. That dude's absolutely special right now. He's the early MVP. I don't think that's really debatable at this point. I'm not even sure. Nobody else even like stands out too much. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's playing great. 
in Cleveland. Donovan, and I also have Donovan Mitchell on my team. Oh, see, yeah, he had a great, he had a great week. As well. <laughs> he had a great, he had a great week as well. I mean, I I would have to look at the standings. I know there were some guys that I thought were having like really good uh, first weeks of the season, but looking at the uh, Dame's playing good. great. The Blazers, yeah, are Dame, good. Dame Dame is Dame is an early season uh, MVP right now. Yeah. Um, I would go, man, I, I mean, early season coach of the year, the new coach for the jazz. That's all I got to say. Six and two. What that is team, going on? I don't know what happened with, with that team. With Colin play. Sexton averaging like 20 minutes a game, like their best player. Like if you looked at their, their roster at the beginning of the year, I think Colin Sexton would be far and away the best player that they had. And he's coming off the bench. He's averaging 20 minutes a game and they're still six and two. That I did not expect this from Utah. I don't know if it's sustainable for them, but I I certainly certainly did not expect this. But good good on them because that was a team I was afraid of when it came to the tanking standings. I was afraid of them. I was afraid of San Antonio, and both teams are playing really well. Right San Antonio now. five and two. Yeah. So you know, keep keep racking up those early season wins. If they fall off, that's okay. OKC is right where I I want them to be. Like. Some good three wins over three. the Clippers. Yeah, that, that's fine. Houston. Yeah. Houston has a problem. They're they're terrible. And they keep tanking, keep completely tanking out. Same with Orlando. These teams just aren't good. And I don't know. If I, also think, I also think the Rockets are like tanking for Wembenyama. Yeah, Houston's completely tanking. Houston's completely tanking. Uh, but I Francis mean, I mean, you put Wembenyama with Jalen Green and uh I mean, it, it's Thanks not a bad up. a bad strategy. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey Jones says isn't saying Sexton coming off in the injury from last yeah. season. Yeah, so that like that that could be a reason why he's on a little bit of a minutes restriction. But still, I have Clarkson play. Lori Markinen has been killing it. He had a monster game last night for them against Memphis. Memphis was two seed last year, and they smacked Memphis last night. And early season is always. It's always curious, right? Because I think yeah. usually by by December, certainly by January, we figured out who's good and who's bad. I like that these early season trends, though, that the the teams that we thought were going to be good and the teams that we thought were going to be bad are a little bit flipped right now. Uh, Phoenix is good. I was down on them. They're five and one. They look good. Okay. Miami, I feel good about being down on Miami. They have not looked good so far. No. Two uh, and the five. Clippers, not a good look. Yeah. The Clippers not looking great. I'm worried about Kawhi. I don't really care. Look, we got we got the Clippers pick. Cool. Like we'll we'll take their first round pick. Um, a little bit worried about Kawhi just overall. I I don't know if we're gonna see that same Kawhi ever again. If we're gonna see Toronto Kawhi, if we're gonna see uh, San Antonio Kawhi, just a lot of all these injuries they just catch up, man. And the older he gets, the the more it's just going to affect him and you know, they can rest him and everything when he's played, he's been, he's been very good, but the fact yeah. that he can't play, but like one game a week is a little concerning. This feels like it's just more than just a load management, rest them up for the playoffs type of thing. Because then once you get in the, an actual game and then you try to ramp it up at that point, who knows how his body's going to respond to that. That's some current concerning stuff going on with Kawhi, which is unfortunate because I mean, he was legitimately top five player over over the past eight years. Yeah. So, so 
hopefully i would, I would say are... top three at one point top three yeah top two i would say after he won in 2019 with toronto a lot of people were saying he was the best player in yeah. the league after that playoffs that he had so it is a little concerning for the clippers i thought the clippers would kind of take the spot of the phoenix suns in the top half of the west but it seems like phoenix is still going to be there uh, you know, we can't take too much into the early season, but I, it doesn't look good for the Clippers as far as like Kawhi playing a full season and being healthy by the time they make it to the playoffs. If he even plays a, a considerable amount of, amount of games in the regular season, uh, the Warriors, I just think that it's it's early season woes and Clay. their chemistry just looks off. And Clay. yeah, play is not the same. That I think that's their biggest issue right now is is Clay like Jordan Poole he's looked good Steph is still Steph um you know they're working in guys like Wiseman and, and, and Draymond does whatever Draymond does um but man Clay his shooting is just it's really falling off and like he's getting looks and everything too but Clay this season from three. Clay, historically, one of the best three-point shooters of all time. 28% from three for Clay Thompson. And you know these are good looks for Clay because they, they get him a lot of wide open shots. Uh, he comes off of a lot of a lot of good screens, the, the gravity of Steph. Like their system is good. You know, Clay, even if like these aren't like completely wide open catch and shoot shots, like Clay has hit all of these shots throughout his career. He's a 40%, like he's a over 40% three-point shooter for his career 28 percent 34 percent from the field like not even shooting well from inside the arc not even uh you know finishing around the rim and everything clay is just not looking like clay thompson right now and that's the warriors biggest issue i mean you saw when booker was barking at him the other week um you know because booker was handling him Booker was he giving was. him some business there. He was playing good defense on, on on him, but it, it just he's a step slower. He his shooting is not there yet. I think that it's maybe it's just an early season, you know, drought for him, and maybe he can pick it up. But yeah, it is a little worrying those numbers. Those numbers are unlikely one hundred percent across the board. So yeah, the the Warriors have some stuff they got to work out. Everyone else in the West, I think, is pretty much where they are supposed to be or where we thought they would be. Uh, you know, Mavericks are three and three. Uh, Grizzlies, I thought they would be a little bit better, and then uh, four and three at this point. Same thing with the with the Nuggets. I think the Timberwolves are where they're gonna be because they have to get their chemistry together with that new team. Pelicans has been a real a, a good a good surprise, even though Professor Nick told us the the Pelicans would be good, and uh, they've been proving them right so far this season. Zion, especially. Zion's Zion's been mostly healthy. Um, I like the Pelicans coming into the season. It, it's very muddled in the middle, and yeah. you know, it, I like that. Like, like I was saying, that the teams like the Spurs and the Jazz that people thought might not be good are actually good. Teams like the Clippers and the Lakers, even the Warriors, they they all play catch up a little bit, and I think that's going to make it more interesting in the dregs of the season because, like, January is usually just it's a boring time of the season because you, everything's kind of sorted out by this point. Guys are just kind of going through the motions. They're waiting for all-star break. They're waiting for the trade deadline to see if anything happens there. So like December, 
late December, people get up for like the Christmas games, but like January is total dregs. But if you have these good teams that now got to play catch up to the, the teams who we thought were going to be bad, it's going to make for a more interesting January and February, which I'm, I'm all about. So uh, I, I'm cool with like Miami struggling, Brooklyn struggling, the Lakers, Clippers struggling, because it's hopefully going to make them ramp things up a little bit earlier. And then, then we'll see what happens from there. Um, do you want to talk about your nets? Cause I ain't got much to say about that guy. Um, I mean, it hasn't looked good so far. And uh, all I'm hearing is dread and blowing stuff up from the New York media. But if you grew up in New York, you know how the New York media are. They, they tend to go hyperbole most of the time. Uh, but it seems to be kind of an issue and a disconnect between Steve Kerr and his two-star players. That's Steve Josh. Oh, see, excuse me. See, I said Steve Kerr. How disrespectful to the greatest coach of our era. Steve Nash is not that. Uh, Steve Nash, he seems to not get on the same page with Kyrie or KD. Uh, I don't I don't know what the solution is because I think it's too early to kind of fire him and cut bait. But I think that he doesn't make it past the season as the Nets coach. I don't the regular season. I don't see him making it through the whole regular season as the Nets coach. There's a lot going on with Brooklyn. Um, strictly basketball. I got nothing good to say about Kyrie and, and his views on stuff. And so I'm not going to say anything about that, but I certainly don't support the things he, he is saying. Um, strictly basketball. That is a your turn, my turn team. Ben Simmons looks absolutely afraid to do anything that is it past the ball offensively like he's not attacking he's obviously not shooting he was never really shooting but like he's not even a threat to attack anything right now and that's very concerning for Brooklyn as far as like Nash and, and his system I don't know if he has a system I don't know if Kevin Durant and Kyrie just don't want to run the system because they're just they're so used to just how they play that that's how they're going to play uh and they are who they are as a basketball team. I definitely think the off the court stuff affects them on the court as well, because there's, I don't know if there's full trust in that locker room. And then, so that's not going to lead to trust on the court. That's a weird team. I don't know if they're going to be able, the problem with blowing it up is while I do think it, it might be best, they don't have their first round pick this year. So even if you tank out, you gain nothing from that. I do think there is a scenario where Kevin Durant, who wants to play winning basketball and maybe just doesn't feel like he can win anything with this team right now. He wanted to trade in the offseason. We all know this. This is not speculation or anything. He came out and said as much that he wanted to trade in the offseason. And now if they keep losing, they called his bluff the first time of like, we'll, we'll smooth things over, we'll work it out. Durant can now call them and be like, look, I don't care anymore. You're just going to have to trade me. And at some point, they're just going to have to make the move and they're going to have to accept whatever is in return rather than trying to go down th this path. Because the reason you want to go down this path, my mom is calling me. Hold on. Hey. Hi. Hey, baby. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing a show. Oh, sorry. I was just calling back. <laughs> you want to say hi to SP3? <laughs> Hi, SP3. Hi, Mama Lambert. He said hi. Okay. Um, 
is everything good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. Thanks. Love you. All right. Love you too. Bye. Bye. All right. There's my mom. The um... I love the pause. <laughs> my favorite part of FMC. <laughs> um, Durant was play winning basketball, and at some point, I, like they kept him because I'm sure they thought like this is a team that can. It's a talented team. We can win with this team. If they ain't winning, they got to recoup some of these lost draft picks that they that they've uh, traded over the years and they'll be able to do that by trading Durant. I don't know what Kyrie's value is. No idea. I don't know if anybody else on the team has any type of, of value. I do think like Royce O'Neal probably has some value, certainly as a role player. Nick Claxton yeah. has some value as well. I don't think Ben Simmons, especially with that contract has like nope. any value right now, but at some point, if Ke- I could see Kevin Durant just being like, look, I we ain't winning here get me out of here so i'm gonna float this to you sp3 lakers fan kevin durant for anthony davis as a framework deal are you taking this are you as a lakers fan taking this yes i am i'm take i want to see kd and ad together the dream team Oh, LeBron. It's KD and LeBron together. It's Kevin Durant traded for Anthony Davis. Oh, traded for Anthony Davis? Yeah. Okay, LeBron LeBron and KD. I thought thought you were trading LeBron. Uh, LeBron can't be (laughs) traded this season anyway. This is true. This is true. So, yeah, I'll take, I'll do, uh, I'll do KD and LeBron. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Two of the greatest players of all time. Two of the top 20 greatest players of all time together on one team. Yeah, we're winning the championship. We're winning. I mean, I'm with you. I would I would do that trade too. Absolutely. Uh, Westbrook being there would be great with Durant and Westbrook reunited. You gotta keep Westbrook. Gotta keep gotta keep the sixth man of the year. Yeah, I mean, he's looking. He's All looking right. more likely to. What am I? Uh, I said. T- I said the Lakers were in the running for two of the awards. It doesn't look like AD is going to be top five because no, of our record. Only, only because of our record. Prediction. Only because of our record. Because you know, your numbers, record would be better. Your record would be better if Anthony Davis played like a top five MVP candidate. It could stay healthy. What, what are you talking about? He's not playing like a top five MVP candidate. No, that's like get, that's like saying just because KD's on a bad team, 30, 30, 33 points, five rebounds, four assists is not MVP type numbers. It doesn't lead to winning. How many games are they winning? Hey, that's not that's not. Sometimes it's not up to you. You can put good up for MVP. the Nets and the Lakers you can, who you have can put, the you same can put up amount. top five MVP numbers. But if your team ain't delivering, you can't be MVP. Jokic had a shitty team last year. They were they were a playoff team. Man, he had Aaron Gordon. That's all I gotta say Aaron about better that. Better than Kyrie Irving, LeBron James. Man, Aaron Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, right now, ladies and gentlemen, is Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises 
prizes in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Averaging 24 points, 11 rebounds. Great. And, and three steals? Oh, my God. And two blocks? MVP type numbers. If, if the Lakers, win. if the Lakers were five and one, we'd be talking about Anthony Davis top five MVP candidate. Yeah, but they're not five and one. <laughs> top five MVP candidate. If you inverse the Lakers record, if we go on a sure. ten, if we go on a ten game winning streak, he's a top five MVP candidate. You know the who's same the top numbers. five? You know who's a legitimate top five MVP candidate? SB three. Oh God, who are you gonna say? The Black Steve Nash, Shea Gilgis Alexander, 31 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 2.4 steals, and a block as a guard? 1.2 blocks per game as a and, guard? And guess whose fantasy team he's on? <laughs> Shea has been killing it. My man. I love how I love how every single player you have named that has been playing really well. You've got a good team. It's on my team. You have a good team. I never disputed that. I called you a coward because you didn't take Anthony Davis, but you smartly built a good team. My team is legit. Too legit to quit. Come on, man. Bless, no bless Shay, who's absolutely killing it in OKC. He how better got, be an how, all-star. How, how I got Shay, Donovan Mitchell, and Anthony Edwards as my cards? That's ridiculous. No one's yeah, beat you. You made good picks. Um, yeah, OKC's okay, so three and three. We need to lose a few more. Not happy with some of these victories. The I, want Mavs, I, I want you to be an 11 seed. That's what I want you to be. Why? I mean, that's <laughs> I fine. Want you, I, want you, I want you to have the agony of being a good team, but you can't make it into the playoffs. You just missed the playoffs. I like that. I like no, that. Is, then we're in the lottery at least. Yeah, like that's, yeah you're still in the lottery. Funny. Yeah. Or or I want you to know. I want you to make the play in and lose. That's what I want you to do. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. Like if we're in the play in, you might as well just try to win at that point. Like play in's <laughs> the worst case scenario. We don't want to be the Lakers. Just make the play in and lose. That's no good. How dare you? Oh wait, they didn't make the play in. I'm sorry, they didn't even make yes. the play in last year. We did not. We did not. Oh, they were it. the 11th. That's why yeah, you're so we salty exactly. about the 11th. Season. Exactly. That's, exactly That's why I, I want you to feel oh. the pain that I went through. Oh. Well, that's okay. If the Clippers are bad, we'll just take their first round pick. So if they finish below us, that's okay. I'm fine with that. I feel like we have another first round pick, but I, I think it's like from a good team. So. Yeah, I, I mean nobody well, nobody's straight from the Clippers and then you have your own and then we might have like Phoenix's pick, but mm. Phoenix is actually good. Yeah, they're gonna be good. I was wrong about Phoenix. I'm willing to admit they're still good. Their window is still open to lose in the semifinals or the conference finals. When people are gonna say they're a championship contender, they're not. They got they got Chris Paul. He's gonna choke. Don't worry. <laughs> We we actually don't we only have our ours and the Clippers this year. We have mm. Houston's next year. 
So that'll be nice. Because uh, they're going to be mean, taken then, too. I think that's why Houston's tanking completely this season, because they don't have picks after this. So they'll get uh, Wim Beniano, and then they'll actually be good next year, and then that pick won't be quite as good. Uh, there you go. Luis is actually right. He's probably right. CP3 will probably go down before the playoffs. I mean, it's it's possible. They're good. Bless the the Suns. They didn't look good the first half of the first game of the season, but but they've looked the Mavs, good ever since. They have. They have. The Mavs. I can't figure out this team. I don't know if Jason Kidd's a good coach. They're they're very hardened Rockets, and like that works in the regular season. It clearly doesn't work in the playoffs. I mean, they made the West Finals last year because the the Suns imploded. Um, they're not always like fun to watch. How do you blow a 14 point lead in, in four minutes to OKC the other night? Dude, they blew a 14 point lead in four minutes to OKC. They blew a 25 point lead in that first game against Phoenix. Like they are, they're like the Grizzlies of the playoffs. What the Grizzlies were doing against the Timberwolves and blowing all those leads. That's pretty much what the Mavs are doing in the regular season. Well, to start off the regular season so far, they definitely are. They look like one of those West teams that desperately needs a trade. Like we know the Lakers definitely need a fucking trade lot more than that uh but uh the Mavs are kind of that team that needs that one trade to kind of push them into kind of the 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 top echelon of the west they just don't have another guy that can create a shot for himself or others uh, uh except for Luca a lot of times I think that you know Dimwitty's all right and he can create a shot for himself but he's not consistent he hasn't been consistent enough this uh first half of the season so I think they need a trade at this point well, I mean, what trade? I don't know what they have to trade. So I saw this this uh, floated out there. Man, trade T. They need to get Tim Hardaway out of there. Yeah, that's a that's not a great contract though. But so yeah. I saw this floated out there, and I, I be, this was before Russell Westbrook started his six man of the year campaign. Um, but it was Hardaway Jr. Davis Bertans for for Westbrook was was the framework of this. Like, I don't know if that helps either team it gets it gets the lakers some shooting because Hardaway jr and bertans bertans can't play defense worth anything like he barely yeah. plays at this point um but they they get some shooting with those two westbrook would be in a similar position of he'd have to come off the bench i don't think him and luca work together too well because luca's gonna stand around and do nothing offensively westbrook's gonna stand around and do nothing offensively as well but we know the maps have shooting It'd be similar to how Russ was in Houston, where you just surround him with shooters, let him attack. Maybe he can he, he he screened a little bit for Harden, or when Harden would get doubled, Westbrook was good at like cutting uh to the middle of the floor to give Harden like an outlet and everything. So like it worked a little. It obviously fell apart in the playoffs because it was always gonna fall apart in the playoffs. Um but I saw that floated out there. And I don't know if that works. I don't think that's a deal that's gonna happen or anything i just saw it floated i don't know what the mavericks can do i don't think hardaway jr has that much value at this point i like christian wood but for some reason jason kidd doesn't seem to like him yeah and, and he keeps playing he, he keeps playing very well for them and then he just sits them sits them down at key points of games it's like weird what he's doing yeah. with christian wood because christian wood's been playing well for them so far it's just i don't i don't know maybe jason kidd and him had an argument or something because it don't look like he likes him. 
let's let's start that that christian wood christian wood said steve nash was a better player and a better coach than jason kidd and jason kidd said all right motherfucker i'm gonna bench you benching you uh but yeah christian woods averaging the second most on this team he's averaging 17 points uh eight rebounds so he's been playing well for them but he's only averaging 26 minutes a game which is the lowest among like the top scorers on this team okay be be honest with me when it comes to westbrook i don't think you will be honest but be honest. I'm always me. honest. I am <laughs> I am honest to a fault. When it comes to Westbrook, because he he came off the bench last game. He played great, as you said, 18, 8, and 8, which are very good. And all I saw on Twitter was, oh, this is what you got to do with Russ. Like he he gets the ball in his hands, he gets to attack. LeBron's not ball hogging. The offense isn't running through Davis. Russ just gets to be Russ and everything. Is this sustainable? Like, do you really believe? that Russell Westbrook is now because he's coming off the bench that he is just, he's just fixed and everything is great with Westbrook and, and the Lakers. Everything is fine. Ladies and gentlemen, Russell Westbrook, six man of the year, 13 points per game, seven rebounds, five assists. It ain't the triple doubles he was doing before. We all understand he's not that player anymore, but he is a key central part of our team and the way our team operates and the best way we can operate is with Westbrook coming off the bench. Do I think it's sustainable? Hell no. Do I want it to be sustainable? That's what we need. That's what we need. We need the fans of the Lakers to get behind Russell Westbrook. We need it. We need to, 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 to get together. We need unity at this time. We are one in five. We are the we have one of the worst records in the NBA. We need to unify as a force. The Lakers fans is the greatest fan base in professional sports, and we need to come together. Me, Jack Nicholson, uh, uh, Chris Rock, all the people that be at Staples Center. We need to come together. And we need to get behind the six-man of the year campaign. You know, I don't even remember the last time the Lakers had a six-man of the year candidate. The last time we had a candidate, Kobe was coming off the bench, ladies and gentlemen. It's been that long. It was when Kobe was a youngster. Come on. We need to come together. Yes, Justin Bieber, too. Him, too. Him, too. I'm sorry. Um, you know, We are sorry to Russell Westbrook that we weren't behind you before. But you as a six-man, Russell Westbrook, we got it. We we're gonna win. We're gonna get. We're gonna be five hundred in two weeks' times. We're gonna be five hundred. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, let's look at this Lakers schedule. Hold on. Oh God, I don't want to look at this schedule. I just said words. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't want to look at the 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 proof that we ain't gonna do that because we looking like we gonna we about to be. Okay, we'll be one got, and six after the they, Pelicans tomorrow. They got New Orleans. New Orleans is gonna be tough. These are all home games, mind you. These are home jazz, games. Jazz, jazz is a, can be a win. We're at jazz home. are good. Cleveland, and we're and we're on like two. We're on a couple of days rest. Cleveland's a loss. We're gonna be we'll be two and seven. Two and at seven Utah. at Utah. I'll, I'll say we'll we'll have the mental edge over Utah by then. We'll be three and seven at Clippers. At- three and eight. Uh 
I think Sacramento. They Clippers. I know they lost to them earlier, but I, I don't yeah, know if I just, I just play think that game. They they have a mental edge of, against us that we haven't beat the Clippers in how many years? Like it's been a while. The Clippers uh, have a mental edge over the Lakers. How sad in the regular how season. Sad is your in team in the regular season. Uh, Sacramento. That means we'll be four and eight yeah, against the Nets at home. I'll give us that. I'll give us that win. I'll give us that win. We'll be five okay, and that's eight. Still not five hundred. That's two Pistons. Okay, no, Pistons, three weeks. That's it. Three yeah. weeks. Three, three weeks. weeks. <laughs> three weeks. Pistons, that's six and eight. Spurs, that's seven and eight. At Suns, that's seven and nine. Uh, at San Antonio, that's uh, eight and nine. And then at San, back to back at San Antonio. So by the that's end of we'll November, be. you'll be five. The, Is this what you're by saying? The, by the end of November, in a month, we'll be five hundred. All right. I look forward to revisiting this conversation at the end of November. By, this, by December 1st, ladies and gentlemen, December 2nd, we versed the Bucks, So it won't be 500 for long. But by the December 1st, we will be 500. Good luck to your to your Lakers. Yeah, Lakers-Nets is a dumpster fire of a game. It'll probably be, like be a good game. It'll probably actually be a good game, but just between two trash teams. We're not trash teams. We're trashly. Organized. They got three wins combined. They're trash teams. We are trashly organized teams. I like. That. They're not organized at all. Yes. Absolutely not. They're that's the why they. That's why like. They, that's why they're trashly organized. But the most disorganized franchises in the league at this point, they're both a garbage fire mess. I can't believe they've just ruined the legacy of Russell Westbrook like this by putting him on the Lakers. I can't believe Russell Westbrook ruined the legacy of the Lakers. He didn't do anything wrong. Yes, he did. What? Exist. Play hard? Exist. While everybody else gets hurt around him? He played hard? Yeah. He played hard like like Rasheed Wallace. Both teams played hard. How many how many games he played last year compared to LeBron and Anthony Davis? He's trying to will oh, this team to injured. victory. Congratulations, you didn't get injured. Yeah, health is you part of the do, game. You didn't do much to help us when you were on the court. The though. roster didn't do much to help him because that roster was so terribly constructed. And they gave Palenka a friggin' contract extension because of it. Because he well, he did deserve it after the first season. Don't even say he deserved it. Do I need to show the DMs here? You, yeah. you were in the DMs trashing Rob Palenka. I said, I yeah, read the DM. I said the 2022-2023 Los Angeles Lakers. I specify these things, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Palenka did a good job with the 2019-2020 Los Angeles Lakers. He just hasn't done a good job since. He got an extension this offseason for I, no I, reason. Hey, he got it for, winning, for us winning the championship in 2020. For no reason. Yeah, you said you constructed a fantasy football team like Pulling constructed the 2022-2023. That's what we're talking about, SV3. Hey, he got. I'm telling you, he got his his extension for winning the championship in. Then he should have got it two seasons ago, not this season. You can't give somebody extension when they got three years left on your deal. You do it sure when they got can. one year left. Sure, you do you it when can. they got one year left. You can sign them when they have three years left. You can add an extension to that. No. It's fine. You're fine. It's fine. It's fine. They gave him an extension. Don't give him an extension based on two. Then they should have given Vogel an extension based on two years ago as well. I agree. 
I never, I never, I never, I never agreed with firing Vogel. I think he was a scapegoat. I mean, he definitely was. You know why he's a scapegoat? Because it was a poorly constructed team, and they gave an extension to the guy who constructed the team. Hey, he was Kobe's agent. So, have you heard this theory for that? Have you heard this theory? I love this theory that Palenka and Genie Bus are tanking LeBron James so he doesn't catch Kobe in rings. This is my favorite theory ever. I love it. I love this. I love that theory. I love that theory, and I'm here (laughs) for it. I'm here for it. I am here for it. I am here for it. If that's what they're actually doing, I'm here for it, and they must be a Laker fan out of my own heart because I would do the same thing. We got that one championship. Yeah. That's all we need. That's all we need. We just needed one with you, LeBron. (laughs) You don't need to win anymore. Because why would he blow up the team that won the championship in 2020 and construct a team that wasn't like that team? I said this last week. I said this last week. The, the formula that won us the championship was LeBron playing point guard, AD at the four, and a just a big man who can who can protect the basket and rebound. That's all we did in 2020, and we have not duplicated that type of team since then for 2021. 2022 and this season. Oh, Alex McCarthy is trying to send me scoops that I already know. <laughs> Sorry. Alex is like, I got the scoop for you. What is, like, oh, God. Let me scoop. let me DM Alex McCarthy. He's for some reason a Lakers fan. <laughs> Don't do this to us. Don't do that, Skip. Don't do that, Skip. <laughs> You saw Skip got so upset that Shannon wore a Skip mask. On, I saw uh, that. On yesterday. I saw that. <laughs> uh, that was great. Um, they should tank LeBron LeBron James's legacy so he doesn't catch Kobe. I love it. No. I'm all for it. I'm and for and it. that's and that's actually incorrect. Uh, Trey Jones, more rings equals more money for them. More wings don't really equal that much more money. Like the most, the the richest team in the NBA hasn't won a championship in 50 years. The New York Knicks, they're the richest team. They make the most money. The Lakers just need to win a championship every decade. And that's what we pretty much do. And then we can live off that. Even in the years that Kobe was getting hurt and we were getting draft picks, like Dan D'Angelo, Russell, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, we were still the second richest team in the NBA. We were still making the second most money behind the Knicks. It depends on the market and it depends on creating an image. If your image is, yeah, you can win championships, then yeah, all you have to really do is win a championship every 10 years or so. And the Lakers have pretty much done that better than any other NBA team. The image of the Knicks, why they make so much money is because it's Madison Square Garden. It's the, it, it's the mecca of basketball, New York, despite the mecca not winning a championship in 50 years. Congrats to the Lakers on their next championship during the next pandemic. 2030 20, is not that far, man. Are we gonna have pandemic in 2030? I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. Wouldn't I hope good. not. Yeah. We win a cha- it doesn't matter what the conditions are, we win a championship every 10 years or so. It does matter what the conditions we've are. been to a, we've been in NBA finals every uh, every of the past what five decades. We said Celtics are still living off rings one in Bible times. I mean that's very this true. This is true. This is very true. Like <laughs> the Celtics. <laughs> 
The Celtics got had 11 rings when the NBA was full of construction workers and librarians and shit. And they still, they still are tied for the most championship ring. It took us, what, 50 freaking years after those 11 championships to finally tie them? The most overrated big three of all time is Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. I agree. 100% agree with you. I 100%. I've never seen a big three get that glorified for one championship. Yeah. That's my hot take on the Celtics. I don't even know if it's a hot take, but that's my hot take it's on the really, Celtics. It's, really, it's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Basketball? You'd like to talk about SP3? Nah, I think uh, I'm exhausted of trying to sound, you know, positive about my Lakers. That's exhausting. That was a little exhausting. So we could talk about challenge or something else. I actually caught up on the challenge because I took your advice and went on the website. There you go. See, I told you. We'll talk about I just the challenge. Have to, I just have to create another email because they only give you a 24-hour pass, though. That's the only disappointing thing. Uh, I Fucking Riccacino. Hold on. Every, people are DMing me this morning. Stop DMing me. Uh-oh. Is, is, is everything breaking as you're doing the show? <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'll, I'll let anybody in on the, the scoops here. Um, so here's the DMs that are getting. So, you know, GCW, we're talking about wrestling. Fuck. Uh, G- GCW put out the thing of like, oh, we got a big announcement at 9.30. I knew what the scoop was. Okay, Sean interviewed Brett Lauderdale. I watched the interview and transcribed it as it was happening. All right? So I actually knew what it was when I sent out my tweet of like, hey, DM me the scoop so I can pre-rate this story. The story was actually already pre-written by me. So I already knew it. So McCarthy DMs me. He's like, don't know if you still need the scoop, but here you go. GCW is going to fight plus. So I was like, ah, oh, thanks, Alex. Uh, then I DM'd him this link uh, to see if you want to talk about the Lakers. So there's behind the scenes scoops on that. I knew what that story was. Um, Achino DMs me. And he's doing something because Taylor Swift is coming to Cincinnati next year for her tour. And so Achino needs the Taylor Swift scoops. So he messaged me and he's like, what's the popular Taylor Swift song right now? And I was like, well, there's no technical single off of Midnight's because there's not. But I was like, Antihero is the one that's like getting the most plays and stuff. He's like, okay, thanks. And then he messages me. He's like, you'll never guess what classic Taylor. So he's like a radio DJ. You'll never guess what classic Taylor Swift song I played as part of my, my second rap. And so I, I guess, um, teardrops on my guitar, which is like one of her, her first big singles. And he messaged and he called, he says, it's not quite that classic Romeo and Juliet. Riccacino. The song is not named Romeo and Juliet. It is named Love Story. <laughs> Do not come in my DMs asking me for Taylor Swift facts and then getting your own facts wrong. I guess this is why you need my help. But don't don't mislabel the song name. What are we doing? <laughs> what is happening? Everyone, everyone, I want everyone to tag Jeremy Lambert and and think of a Taylor Swift song, but put the wrong title to annoy Jeremy. Don't do that. I will please do Jeremy today. Do that to Jeremy today. Make sure that you, you know, you 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 tag me as well. You can tag me in the comment as well. I just want to see everybody get Taylor Swift songs wrong. 
What I was will that? Block you. What was it? What was that one off our new album you was just talking about? Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? It's called Stone Cold Steve Austin or something like that, right? Yeah. Stop it. Oh. Knock okay. this off. Okay. Just making. I'm just making sure I know the. I know the songs. You know, the great, the gr- the great Taylor Swift. Carly Rae Jepsen album was was very good. It was not better, but it was very good. I, I agree, Luis. Props. I agree. You haven't listened to any. You knock it off, SB3. I agree. If anybody wants to fund my trip to to Pittsburgh for the the concert, uh, tickets are actually seemingly reasonably priced. I'm I'm hoping to get tickets. Uh, I've signed up for the pre sale, and you know you got to get like it's very weird. Very weird how tickets work nowadays, SB3. Like, you have to sign up for a pre-sale, and then, like, maybe they'll select you as a verified fan and put in, like, a lottery to win these fucking tickets, to, to purchase the tickets. You don't even win them. Like, you you have the distinct honor of spending $500 on these tickets. Like, thanks. What an honor. Yeah. I nonsense just let me go let me go to the ticket box office and just like fight people for tickets like the old days settle this how we used to settle this back in high school that's how it worked back then go to like the local i used to sell tickets at like uh the 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 mall you just go to the mall and you'd like buy the ticket master booth at the mall you never had this oh yeah yeah yeah. i had ticket master booth at uh what was it manhattan mall manhattan mall which is near madison square garden See, the, the wife would say like it, there was like a ticket booth like Macy's. I went to Harris Teeter and would get tickets. Like, that's how you got tickets back in the days before the internet was a thing. And then you just had to wait in line and hope that scalpers didn't get all the yeah. tickets. Yeah, like, I remember you know, when I had to go to Madison Square Garden to actually get tickets for a match. Yeah, Square you go to the box office, but you know, it, some people live far away and couldn't like actually go to the box office. So Yeah, they would have to call. I you could, you could call. Remember before the internet? Yeah. It was you'd calling. Have to, you have to call, or yeah, some like malls or stores would have like little ticket ticket master. Yeah, well, ticket, yeah. I used to go to to Harris Theater, the local Harris Theater, and you could get it, it was like a little ticket master booth at Harris Theater, and that's how you would buy the the tickets back in the day. These are things that happened. People don't understand this, like fucking Jarrett Bailey not knowing what aim is. He doesn't because... know what aim is. He doesn't even he didn't even know what basketball was when I made the basketball reference. He's- oh yeah, he was <laughs> yeah, Jared Bailey. I'm trying to see love- if he wants to go to the concert with me in Pittsburgh. I I love Jared Bailey because he's so young that he, I'm gonna- he makes he make he make he makes everyone else for making a reference that is pretty common to everyone else. He makes us feel like we're the odd ones that don't that know this stuff. I'm going to send this link to Jared Bailey. Maybe he wants to come on and defend his youngness. I don't really know how he defends his youngness, but it's admirable. How can you defend like being young? It's just a fact. Hey, I got to I got to hand it to him, though. He, he's doing well in our fantasy league. He created the league. So if he didn't do well, you know, it, it would be all because he be fucking rigged it. Him. He rigged it. That's why I don't care about that fantasy league oh, because I was fucked over look, from the break. No one can see. I just screen. opened. I just opened the. No thing one can see and, it. No one okay, saw that. Up, it just looked like a black screen. Let me turn up my brightness. You see that score? You see that? Really. That's me. 
That's me smashing. Nobody can smash really, it, Jeremy. No. Mm. All we see is like the reflection of the show. SP3. You need to. Oh, there, there that's go. there we go. There we go. Look at that. Good job. Smashed him. You beat a Smashed. team named after Baker Mayfield. Congratulations. I don't know why you named your team after Baker. Because I knew we weren't going to be good because I got fucked over by Jared Bailey. Told me I had the second pick. Or the first pick. Well, you lied. And had the 12th pick. So what? He lied. Live with it. Me and him no. are tied for first. We're 7-1. and one. We're both 7-1. and rigged one. the league. Good job. Hey, he didn't rig the league in my favor. So I'm thinking He rigged it in his well. favor, and you were a beneficiary of it. Okay. That's cool. That's okay. Trey Jones, do you not know what AIM is? Oh, man. These youngins, SB3. Thank you. Thank you, Luis. He says the Harlem Heaters is great. What a name. You know? Sure. What a name. What a name. I got so I just have I already have a city name. I already have a city for my team. We're building the stadium right now in Harlem. It's gonna be on 110th Street. In Harlem, New York. Like the Harlem Heat was supposed to be yeah, from. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna sell Harlem hangovers. Is that like your drink? <laughs> Special cocktail. Special cocktail on the on the fixed menu. Now it's gonna be like Atlanta Juneteenth episode <laughs> with a whole bunch of Juneteenth type uh, drinks. That's what we're gonna have at the Harlem Harlem Heaters Stadium. I I invited Jared Bailey on to try to explain what AIM is, but he's a coward as well. So AIM Trey is it was a messenger system. I guess that's the easiest way to put it. It was through AOL. Is there a little messenger system? This is how you would just send messages to your friends back in the day. It wasn't social media or stuff. They were all private messages. And there were like chat rooms on like the AOL chat room and stuff. But AIM was yeah. just a messaging system. You could do like group group chats and stuff. But that's what AIM was. That was the, the hip thing back in the day. You'd come home from school and you would get on AIM and chat with your friends. And you'd have you'd set your away message to Limp Biscuit lyrics and you know whatever else. Mine was write. Eminem lyrics. Yeah, there you go. Some type of lyrics is is typically what what people would have for the, I am the name whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? <laughs> Banger song. <man. laughs> it is still one of my favorite songs. Yeah. No, that, Funny that enough, was I did see I did see Will Washington on uh, Twitter. I think the other day say that he it always annoyed him that uh, that song played on the radio the first time he heard it. And you have the line Eminem says, "Radio won't even play my jams." He was like, "There literally are." I was like, "I did I did peep that as well." I did feel like that sometimes as well. Will Washington is a Mariah Carey fan, and he is just trying to slander. This Marshall is true. Mathers. This is true. This is also true. I agree. I had, that, I had that discussion with him on Day After Dynamite. That he actually admitted that like Eminem kind of got her on that. One. <laughs> oh, so, he admit, when he played her voicemails, I still remember yeah, that. Yeah. I still remember that. <laughs> he actually admitted he's like, uh, I'm pretty sure those voicemails were real, so I can't really say <laughs> a whole lot about that. He was like, I'll take that L. <laughs> he was See, like, Will <laughs> Will's got to commit to the bit on that one. You just gotta <laughs> you gotta defend it. You gotta defend even if you're wrong. Doesn't matter. Gotta defend your girl. This is true. This is true. It is Mariah season. It is. It is. It's it's past Halloween. It is Mariah. Trust me. I worked at Macy's, Victoria's Secret, all those places. Play that song without fail on November first. 
Every single time. Yep. Every single time. Every single time. I mean, look, it's a good album. Like, she's good. Mariah Carey's good. Okay, so I did. I, we did have a conversation. I believe I, I do agree. Trey, old Eminem is great. New Eminem. I'm, I don't mind some. I, I don't mind new Eminem at all. He's still this the same Eminem a lot of times for me. I enjoy his music, but I will say, like, from Slim Shady LP to Eminem show is peak Eminem for me. Yeah. Yeah. Those three albums, Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP one, and Eminem show, those are the GOAT. It's that is like I, I that's like the if it whatever Eminem will do, I will separate that Eminem from everything else. Just like nowadays, I separate college dropout, late registration, and graduation to whatever that guy's doing anymore. <laughs> whatever he's doing, that's he's not doing the same anything. person that made those three albums. Nah, I, it's it's literally a daily gag for me and the the misses of sending s- uh, random stuff that Kanye has said or interview he's done just to just to oh. make each other laugh at his outrageousness. So hold on, <laughs> let me download this video. You'll 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 know it. You'll know it once you once you see it. I'm gonna download this. I'm gonna talk about uh, the Marshall Mathers for a second. I do think when it comes to to him, uh, the the three you mentioned, yeah fantastic uh encore not great i mean he admitted that that one wasn't great relapse i I actually really like uh relapse and he shits on relapse but i really like relapse i mean he's from dre were fantastic on that uh the accents did get a little bit much there's like not some horrible stuff but the accents did get a little much on that i think recovery is super underrated like, recovery is a right up there with those three albums. I would say recovery is better than Slim Shady LP. I would Reco- say it's top three. Recovery is really good. I think I like Marshall Mathers LP too. I understand like if he names it something else, people probably look at it a little bit differently because it was never yes. going to be the like live up to the first one. But I, yeah. I do think the second one is good. Revival right. is like there's some decent tracks. I, I do think like people are a little harsh on it but i also understand why they're a little harsh on it uh i thought kamikaze is actually like really good i i really love kamikaze i i list i remember the the weekend that dropped and i was listening to that on replay same thing with um what was the the next one music music to be murdered by yeah to be murdered by i actually like that one too so like music to be murdered by the 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 b-side stuff i'm not like completely a fan of but the the initial album i think there's some some good tra- like there's some good stuff on his albums i don't know if there's any like full-on classics like you would call the his early stuff but like there's yeah. plenty of I just would- like overall good tracks i'm not into hip-hop as much as uh as i was back in the day like the, the new stuff just doesn't appeal to me at all r.i.p takeoff by the way that's a fucking tragedy at 28 getting yeah. shot in, yeah. in in houston so rip nice to, to take off like, yeah, yeah rip to take off and it i literally watched the atlanta migos episode uh like i think two days ago and i was like damn woke up to that news that was crazy uh let me can i add this video so uh, Trey Jones says revival till now was ass. I, 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 I don't think it was ass. I think that's a little that's a little harsh for me. I like like Kamikaze's got some 
the the one with Jordan uh Jonah Lucas that made me discover him. Yeah, Jonah Lucas. That, I like that, that song. That that song is dope. Uh Kamikaze itself is dope. Yeah, I I, I like a lot. I don't like revival. I don't like all the that. songs, all the songs Re- with revival. Voice. I revival, I can honestly say you could throw that in the trash. You could throw that in all, the trash. All the songs with Royce that mm-hmm. he he's done since then, I think are great. Like I think not alike is great um the the song on I, i'm terrible terrible with names the the song i thought for some reason i thought it was on oh yeah you gonna learn i thought that was on kamikaze but it's on uh music to be murdered by uh yeah yeah like all the songs with royce are great yeah. I, royce is royce is fantastic to me as well all right here we go this fucking clip with kanye the thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not gonna say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> you know I can't say that. It was a Jewish <laughs> The way he like folds his arms. <laughs> I thought he was about to. Yeah, I thought he thought like doctors were a race. Like, I'm not gonna say what race, doctor. Like, wait, huh? You think doctors yo, are? A race? Yo, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was that was the last video I think my my missus sent me in the middle of the day. Like, watch this. And I was just like, yo, he's just he's just so out there. He's too gone. He's gone now. No, the one she sent me this morning. She sent me a video of him basically alluding to Chris Jenner having sex with Drake. He was he like, he was like, that. he was like, Drake, yeah, Drake, he's helped out my, my mother-in-law. He's like, he was like, what do you mean helped out? He was like, he helped her out in, you know, a lot of ways she needed. Ask Corey. <laughs> he has, I feel like he said this before, and he's so mad that that Pete Davidson fucked Kim Kardashian. And that Pete Davidson has big dick energy. He's, he's very mad about all of this stuff. He's he's out there, and it's sad because he needs some type of needs something. I don't know, help, whatever. He definitely needs some type some type of help, whether it's a friend. What? It's sad. All right. I don't I don't like promoting what Kanye does and says because. A lot of stuff he promotes and does and says are not correct. No, so. not at all. That's why I said I separate that guy. <laughs> he is now to the guy that came out with his first three albums. Music was was good. Yes, music was good as a person. Kind of tough for him. No, but bless his Michael Scott ass right now giving us quotes like that yes yeah he, he, he is he is definitely if you want an easy pop just get a kanye interview and you'll laugh at something he, he says because he's so far gone. somebody's got to help him though someone needs to interview him and help him not just yeah. use him for kanye if you're listening to this come on our show we will we will help you we will not turn you into a meme right we will we'll talk about we will we'll try to Try to do good things for you. And See, remind we, you that you used to make good music. 
we had Kara and Paulie on our show, and you see you got cast members on the challenge actually defending them now. Norice <laughs> went on her own IG Live and was talking about how people in the house were talking um, crap about them uh, in, you know, this season. And then, and then, you want to know who gave themselves away? Because Norice literally said during the IG Live, I'm not going to say any names, but yeah, there was just certain people, you know, talking. And, you know, the fans alluded to who they thought it would be like bananas like laurel one of them a couple of people said nani and nani gave herself away nani got a comment like oh no i didn't say anything about them i was barely out of my room i stayed in my room most of the time with casey and i was just like you gave yourself away we know it now we know you was talking you was talking crap why everybody got to talk about Paulie and Kara when this season was tailor-made for them to come on and get Paulie his first win? Let's talk about the challenge. Jordan's back. Anissa's there as well. I was very sad that him and Tori just got along. I was like, oh, I want the best for you. I'm sorry. No, we want some drama. Like in the shit. trailer, they they made it seem like Tori was gonna like yell at him for you know yeah. him knowing that she was on and she didn't know he was coming and whatnot. And nope, nope. They just they just had a special moment. She cried a little bit. Said, "I'm sorry, I hurt you. I'm sorry, I slept with with Fessel. Fessel. Oh yeah, him. Like I want my real name because I'm a decision maker." And, all and then he makes a horrible decision. It's like, yo, this guy is just too. I now I understand why they keep inviting him back. He is he is reality gold because he literally goes back on everything he says, and he's the one of the most ironic people ever. That his name means decision maker, and he makes nothing but bad decisions. He and he won this challenge with Mariah, so good on him. I guess he has. They, they did a, a segment on him at cuddling with like every woman in the house. He's going to, he's going to fuck himself over as he always does. And he's just going to, it's going to blow up for us. He's cuddling with Michelle Laurel. He's going after Annalise and uh, Colleen. Yeah. He, he's got his hands in a bunch of cookie jars. Yep. But, but I will say Johnny banana sound like he was hating. I mean, when he described it, when he described it, it sounded like a little a tint. Because bananas pink. has been there. Bananas, yeah, has yeah. Been bananas there. used to be that guy. I think that's why he's like a little bit jealous. Maybe he's, he's a little, a little yeah, bit jealous. Maybe he's a little salty. I think he's trying to save him though. Uh, they won the daily. They picked Johnny and Raven. It's just boring picks all around. Annalise and he Tommy picks nothing but rookies. It's like, yeah. dude. Like, how did you learn that maybe you should target some people that will beat you in a final? Like, I would immediately throw Jordan into the mix. At least throw especially, him into the mix. Especially with, with this format. Because you get three picks, basically. And then you put it on the team that doesn't make the save. You put it on them that screwed up. Not you. So this is an easy format for the winners to kind of skirt a little responsibility with who they end up throwing down there. And I I don't I it's just nothing but rookies. Annalise and Tommy get saved. They save Colleen and Kim. Horatio and Olivia go in. 
They win. And that was a, that was another dumb decision by Tommy just, and Annalise. Like yeah. if they, if I'm if I get the save, say if it's me and Cher are partners and we're in that situation, I'm saving Horatio and Olivia. You know why? Because they will probably win a challenge way before Kim and Colleen to save me next week. Like I'm gonna pick the team that will actually benefit me in the long run. I'm not gonna just pick the team that's also rookies that haven't gone down yet. And I mean Horatio and Olivia for the second straight week win in the the zone. Uh, this was beat. one of the most one sided. <laughs> yeah. Like it went it w- three rounds, but it's only because Johnny is just Johnny pulled out that that second round out of his ass because he was yeah. he was literally inches away from losing and just found the strength of like Goku and just pushed <laughs> pushed the ratio into his side. But that Olivia Raven matchup wasn't even that close. Wasn't, no, that wasn't the, fair. It, sorry, it was that, it was that four K zoom in on Olivia though <laughs> was one of the greatest <laughs> shots in challenge history. It was called Double Decker. It was similar, like it was this hall brawl almost of where they, yeah, they just met in the middle. And yeah, the women's thing was not was not competitive at all. That was a great shot. Uh, yeah, Horatio and Olivia come back. Johnny and Raven are gone. That's that's Cher's team. So and the chat's doing well, man. Chat's Yo, got Horatio chat- and Olivia. The chat knew something that we didn't know by getting Horatio and Olivia back-to-back <laughs> elimination wins. The chat also got the winner of the daily this week. Man, the chat's killing. Imagine That's the chat win. The chat's about to win this whole thing. Imagine. <laughs> I'm going to wear you wearing penis necklaces. Um, so we've all got one team eliminated now. That's that's where the, the standings are. We've all got one team eliminated. The season. This is this is a bad episode. I think this is a good episode. Just no. ro- going after rookies. Too much centered around Fessy, Jordan and Tori playing nice. Ain't about this. And, and apparently, um, what I heard was Norris and Raven had a fight, which made which makes the whole argument between Raven and Johnny at the bar make more sense of why yeah. she was acting like that to him because it it looked it felt weird because they had that whole conversation with Norris earlier in the show where they were like all right we're going to try to get on good terms or whatever and they didn't have any like big faults for them during the the challenge they just fell in the water like everybody else so when they were arguing in the bar i'm just like raven why are you acting like that and then i heard after i watched it it was like oh yeah there was a fight an argument in the house between Norris and raven apparently johnny and devin uh convinced norice that raven was talking shit about her and that caused the whole fight between them and uh, apparently a lot, of, a lot of the fans are saying is the mtv edited that out because that would have put bananas and devin in a bad light they should have shown they yes shown that. <laughs> yeah it would it just would have made sense for the episode that they were they were should going for like how do you show that argument where it just looks like raven just looking salty because this guy hooked up with another girl when y'all were never in a relationship so i don't understand why you're so upset you're so mad at him right now like get over it if he's saying y'all gonna be an elimination focus on that talk about that why are you still talking about the relationship unless something else happened and it did yeah they that's lame that would have spiced up this episode because this episode just not good 
It was all about the the the, the elimination was good. That's it. I mean, the, the elimination wasn't was even good, that good. Yeah, the challenge wasn't even that good. It was you, you do the little rope toss and then you lean it. Oh, or no, 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 that was the one last week. What was this week? Oh, it was the barrel thing. Yeah, that barrel thing. That was whack. You watched the new season of Love Is Blind, SP three. I have not yet. I gotta have get not. on that. Gotta get on I, that. The, the new episodes. I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of stuff. I'm either finishing up or uh, watching at the moment. Uh, Alanda's got two more episodes before they finish up. Uh, I'm also, you know, Abbott Elementary, as I always tell you. I love that show. That I watched up. the the episode that you thought was the premiere uh, with the the mix up on the delivery. We watched that episode, and we watched the episode after that, which was the I can't think of their name now. The uh, this the group that Jacob was part of. <laughs> That yes. that whole thing, the kung fu samurai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that whole game. Mr. C, Mr. C. It stands for Mr. Corny. We've learned that now. Uh, yeah, that that was that was a good episode. That so, was. Yeah, we've we we watched those two episodes, and then we'll we'll continue on at some point of the the rest of our journey. But Love Is Blind, we've been watching that. That's sort of where we're at. I I want to say this very quickly before we 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 finish up because I put it in the description. You're not a football fan, SP3. The Carolina Panthers lost on Sunday. Yes, they did. Good. Good. People are messaging me like, oh, I'm sorry that they lost. Like, that was a heartbreaking way to lose. Here's what happened, everyone. It looked like they were just going to lose just in regulation. PJ Walker throws a great pass to DJ Moore to tie the game after the touchdown. All they got to do is kick the extra point. But DJ Moore takes his helmet off, which is a penalty. Ken Newton, by the way, got hit with the same penalty last year. He took his helmet off after a touchdown. Just runs in Carolina, I guess. Uh, so it turns into a 40-yard extra point, which is insane. The kicker misses it because, of course, he does. And then in overtime, they get another chance to win it. A 33-yard field goal misses that. He only missed one kick all season, mind you. He only missed one kick all season. Misses two in the span of about a half hour real time. And then they end up losing on a field goal. And people are like, oh, it's such a heartbreaking way to lose. They would have been first place. They would have been tied for first place in the division had they won. They would have had the tiebreaker because they would have been 3-0 in the division. Oh, you must be so upset that they, they, did, they lost. No, absolutely not. Because this team isn't good. If they win and they maybe make the playoffs, then they lose in the first round because they're not good enough to beat like the Cowboys or the Eagles or any other team that they would play in the NFC. They're, the, the Vikings, they're not good enough to beat these teams. I don't even know. They, they would be in as a division winner, not a wild card winner. The division or the, the wild card winner would probably have a better record than them anyway, because yeah. the division's just that bad. Team's not good. I mean, I the, the NFC is not good in general. I mean, they got the best team in the league. They they got yeah, the yeah, the Eagles. yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. The NFC East is good. The NFC yeah. overall is not good. Sure, but regardless, they're not winning anything. So I, I don't want them to win this division and make the playoffs. I'd rather them lose. I'd rather them get the high pick and get a good quarterback because they need a quarterback. No offense to XFL legend P.J. Walker. He's played well, but there's also a reason why he he hasn't started 
in the years that he's he's been in the league and they keep trying to find a new quarterback he's just not he's not very consistent and that's that's the issue with P. he's not the long-term solution pj walker just not they, they need an actual quarterback a franchise quarterback and you're not going to get that with the, the you know 13th 14th 15th pick you can get it with a top five pick especially with this quarterback class coming up lose be great or be awful. Do not be mediocre. Mediocre is hell. That's what you it's you basically that's hell. your ba- basically your minimum uh axing point for your teams. Yeah. <laughs> be great or be be awful. Be good enough to where you're gonna be a championship contender. You might fall short. It happens, right? I, I put up with the past few av seasons before they did win the cup. They were a great team. They had, they were a championship contender. They fell short. That sucks, but they were a great team. They otherwise be awful. Don't be in the middle. Cause if you're in the middle, then you, you get, you get nothing out of that. And people are like, Oh, you're in the middle. You can improve. You can improve from the middle. No, because teams just get stuck in the middle. That's a TV show, by the way, they get stuck in the middle. Okay. Like how long have the Hornets been in the middle? Because it's like, oh, we want to be great, but they're just a team that's just stuck right there. Be awful. Poor get, get good picks, and then hit on those picks because you could just be awful forever, like the Orlando Magic. It doesn't matter. This is how true. Long you're actually awful. They only hit on picks when they draft a center or yeah. a big man at number just, one. I don't I don't want mediocre. I don't want a first round, especially when I know the team's not good. It's one thing if like no expectations and they, they surprise people and they're in the middle, kind of like the Thunder this year. If the Thunder make the play in, like I'm not gonna be super mad at this because I actually think they're too good to be like very bottom to get Wimbaniano. So I'm not expecting to be like the worst team in the league. There, there's too much talent on the team. This Panthers team like legitimately isn't good. They just traded McCaffrey for a reason because they know they're not good. Like, yeah. This is not a good football team. They're, the only reason they're in this position is because the rest of the division sucks. So just just be awful. And then, then you can look back and be like, oh, we kind of got some pieces in place here. We just need a little bit more. And then we can start building back up. And what they need is a quarterback. And you're not going to get that if you have a middle-of-the-road pick. So That's true. be awful. Okay, be awful. Look at the inspirational speech from Jeremy. Be awful, yeah, or be great. Exactly. Simple words. Simple words. They put it. Put it. Put that. Put that on a t-shirt. We should. We should. <laughs> Anything else you would like to speak about? SP three. I think that covers everything we usually talk about. We talked about the, you know, the challenge. Uh, we talked about basketball. We even got some football in. Uh, what's your World Series pick? I guess we it has to be the only other major sport that's still going on. I, I don't know. Phillies, I guess. Yeah, I'm going for the Phillies only because the Astros beat my Yankees. That's fair. I have not watched, like, much baseball at all and i typically like watching the baseball playoffs because i like watching the best teams compete but yeah. i yeah i watch i watch too much baseball eh, it's tough <laughs> i hope both both teams both teams i hope have fun that's that's what I'm i hope both teams play hard it looks like it's been like a good series so far 
So, so hey, and then they're not going to be interfering with uh, SmackDown. SmackDown's going to be on Fox this week. Sure. I mean, I, I'll watch it regardless. Like, it, even if it's on, uh, you know, Fox Sports 1, like, got it. We get Fox Sports One, so why are we talking? FS One used to be the used to be the spot for TNA. Okay, and sure, it did actually. Yeah, Fox Sports. What it was just Fox Sports back then. Yeah, Fox Sports local. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, SV3, plug some stuff if you would like. Follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. I should be on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Figure it out. Uh, True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Uh, that's how it's spelled right there behind me. T R E U H E E L H E A T. Subscribe over there. I'll be back on there on Thursday, 105 p.m. Eastern Time with AE Ramble with Jimmy Macaram and Saturday. Uh, no, won't be this Saturday. The ne- following Saturday, True Hill Heat 200 on November 12th. So join us for that. Tell Riccicino on when you see him on Believe, I'm going to punch him in the face for trying to act like the asking me Taylor Swift questions and then getting information wrong. All right. Not having this, Chino. What, what's that? What's that? What's that one song everybody likes from Taylor Swift? Brush your hair? Every, every single one of them. Brush every your hair. One I'm gonna brush your- every single one of them is, is actually brush your hair, brush your hair. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I can't wait for this concert. This is my Christmas gift to my wife. Taking her to a Taylor Swift concert. She's very pleased with me. Was it brush your hair or is it uh shake your tail feather? No, that's a shake your tail feather. Shake your tail feather. That's Shaky Tail Feather, by the way, has some of the most insane fucking lyrics. <laughs> I mean, oh, girl, man, I remember who your name on, is. On bad Boys too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you, that's all. Who your name is? Who your name is? <laughs> oh, that song's so great, though. <laughs> Where you from? Turn around. Who you came with? That should be like if for a challenge draft. Dude, or is your, is it, it should be karaoke on this show. It should be having to sing the lyrics of Shit Get Tell. Is that your ass or your mama half reindeer? <laughs> is your mama half reindeer? <laughs> is that your ass or your mama half reindeer? <laughs> Is your mama have reindeer? <laughs> that needs to be quote of the day. Everybody tweet that as well. Tweet that. Nelly. Is that your ass or is your mama half reindeer? <laughs> questions. I'm just <laughs> One of life's great questions. <laughs> it is a fantastic, fantastic question. <laughs> Oh, oh man! This is supposed to be the end of the show, too. <laughs> I can't believe that's a that's a real lyric. Is that your ass or your mom? <laughs> I just want if I if I if I ever feel down at any tough point of the day, I'm just gonna say that to myself. Is that your ass or your mama half reindeer? <laughs> oh, rap used to be so much better. It used to be. 
It used to be so good. You have lyrics so like that. <laughs> so much better. Lud- Ludacris had some fucking bars. Oh, yes. Yes. Ludacris ruled. Yes. So many songs. I, I used to have, I think I had like his first two or three albums. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, all right. I need to catch my breath and get a water because <laughs> Jeremy gave me a headache from laughing so hard at that. Those are real lyrics. I know. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> like, like I couldn't, I couldn't just imagine the writing session. <laughs> like, oh, this is a good lyric. This is a Christmas song. Shake Your Tail Feathers is a Christmas song. <laughs> Wait, Bad Boys it. 2 came out, came out in, during Christmas? Oh, bad Boys. <laughs> That's what. That's the first time I I heard that I heard that song. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was like part of that album. So yeah, it, it was. When did uh, Bad Boys Two come out? It came out. I can't explain it, but damn sure glad you came here. I'm still a sucker for corn rolls. You never, you know, I never changed that. Oh, Bad Boys Two came out in July. So there you go. But your this song is banging, Mamba. And but where your brains? <laughs> Yo, your body is begging, Baba, but where your brain's at? Yeah, calling him dumb. I'm still the same cat when I was younger running with the bad boy. That's right. But now I'm on the hook, and so I'm running with bad boys. He said the same thing twice. <laughs> yeah, you know. This is... <laughs> Candy coated, switching every other lane. You help me. Why don't you please help me? Eighth girl this week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> Some great lines in this song. Got it. You got it. I like how you're doing like the Shatner reading of this. It's very I dry. Like the, I like the cocky, bow legged ones. <laughs> uh huh. Black, white, and Dominicans, uh huh. <laughs> Hispanics and Asians, uh huh. Please shake it for Nelson. <laughs> All right, folks, I think that's it for me. Girl, go on, take it off. You ain't even take it low. <laughs> Make him go low. You see, you know. <laughs> Shake that ass through the floor, pop something, move something, shake your tail. Shake your tail, Baggot song. Oh. song. Great, great beat. All right. Bring back hip hop. This is vintage. Bye, everybody. Vintage hip hop. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.